You are the man now, dog. 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 Hey, shalom, aloha, welcome to the Man Dog Pod. It's the Improv and Conversation Podcast with me, Dan Lippert, and my co-host with the co-most, Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, Ryan. Hey, what's happening, Dan? Not much. I I, got, I might have to hide self-view here because my camera's just a little tilted mm. and it's bothering me. Um, I see. It's I thought you were going to turn off your video. That's what I want to do because I can see how it's <laughs> tilted here. Yeah. And it'll it's probably nice. bother the people who spend money on the quality of the podcast more than me but um i think it's a it's a great setup for some over the shoulder bits maybe we can do some like weekend update style uh how do you mean over the shoulder you know when they put the they put the the picture here and then colin joe says oh, florida man yeah, killed yeah, yeah. Him, his uh alligator today so like the john stewart john oliver weekend update Yes. You put a little image there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll do some of that uh, set-up punchline comedy on the local news today. <laughs> That's right. The thing that I've always been known for is crafting jokes quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. On the fly, <laughs> setups, punchlines, we're good at it. Well, if you're here for the first time, we have to. We simply must say, you can always go to our Patreon, patreon.com, slash the man now, dog, to support the podcast. We do Weekly two-man episodes with Ryan and I, you get full video of all the episodes and extended versions of the episodes. Mm -hmm. it, it's a blast. We got a lot of cool things coming in the future there, right, Ryan? Or and as you've heard, there's already a lot of video talk in today's episode, so you're going to want to see it. The podcast we make for the viewing audience, I would mm -hmm. say. And um, we have two guests here today watching us talk about this boring stuff. Should we bring them on? Okay, I thought it was cool what we were talking about, but yeah, we'll, we'll bring it on. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't a judgment of you. It was more me not having anything to say. I got well. Let's let's bring our lovely guests on. It's it's very exciting to have them, mm -hmm. and I know some people do this, and it drives me crazy. Really long intros for no reason, where you're not adding new information. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're laughing. They're having a good. He's time. trying to think of our names. He's like, <laughs> We've got Marquise Chris. <laughs> he thinks that's my name. And the television show Castle. <laughs> uh, it's Marcus Ray and Mike Castle. Hi, guys. Hello. What's up? I was thinking when you said, you know, I always want to say this at the beginning of podcast or whatever, and then you plug the Patreon. I thought you were going to say that uh, at any time you can turn this podcast off because I was thinking that you should we should all put that at the start of our podcast because I think mm -hmm. it'll help get fewer negative comments. Because mm. a lot of the times I read a negative comment about me in, in something I've been on, and I always think, oh, you should have just turned it off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Why'd you yeah. get so mad that you had to say something mean? You should have just turned it off. It, right. Yeah. So if you start that, hating any of us, just turn it off. Especially on I, – I, that should be a rule, period. But especially on a free thing. If you're, yes. if, you're, yeah. if, you're, yes. if you're consuming it for free, 
That's the contract. You're like the payment isn't that you get to go and make fun of it afterwards. Correct. Yes. (laughs) This is how I feel about Twitter. Whenever someone's like, you should have said this, or they offer a, well, actually, I go like, oh, just, uh, you don't have to tell me that. I don't give a shit. This is free. (laughs) It's like the lady at Costco who gets the free sample and spits it right out in the trash can in front of everybody. This wasn't for me. And goes, ah, I just wanted a hot pocket. (laughs) I just want everyone to know the samples are horrible. <laughs> would like you feel mom. bad if you were the sample giver outer? Would you feel like, oh man, or would you just go like weird person? It's just a job, and you yeah. know, and the, unless I prepared it, if I right. if I prepared it in the back, and I really and I really thought I did a great job, and they did that, mm-hmm. I go, come on, man, it's good, and then I would take them back there, and I think I would show them the process and say like, it's not easy, <laughs> it's, it's not hard. easy, right? It's hard. They yeah. probably just don't respect the process. It's not that. Yeah, that's the, what I'm saying. <laughs> if I could just show them the process. Then the they, hot they, pocket, they, it's not about the flavor of the hot pocket. It's the process. Yeah. Which they can made. just see that I don't just go with a standard preset timer on the microwave. <laughs> I, I add a one at the end of it. Oh, my make God. It, make it uneven. That's actually genius. Thanks. Everybody's I, turning off the podcast. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, we gave them permission. <laughs> these guys? Yeah. I do feel guilty um, if... Like I was in the Galleria recently and there was like one bit, one of the businesses in the food court. Yeah. Um, One of the businesses in the food court was like, everyone was eating there. And, and then there was like kind of the, it's not a Panda Express, but it's like that style of like Chinese Mm -hmm. food and nobody was going there. And the employees were just kind of sitting glumly. And I was like, I, I feel bad for them, but I guess they get paid the same. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. But does do you feel like they were like having an emotional experience? Like they were feeling hurt a little bit that nobody like was coming? Like, I should have worked that? at the better place. Yeah. yeah. Right. I could have worked at Villa Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I might be projecting because I realized recently I used to sorry if I said this already, but I used to feel bad like in a, a Bud Light commercial where they would be like, and it's much tastier than the other guys, and they'd show like a Miller Light can. I'd always be like Oh, man, I hope Miller Lite doesn't see this. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I feel the same way. I feel like they're, they're, like some law must have like come out of effect or something because I feel like that didn't used to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And, right. and now it's way more like yeah. they're like, get AT&T, Verizon dipshit. They have little dicks over there. <laughs> like, it's so much more hateful than it used to be. I, I really believe right. this. Yeah, it feels like there used to be like an anti-defamation thing. Yeah, and like, yes. just like that's yeah. over. Right. Yeah. Now yeah. they're like, you can crush the competitive like, a picture of them in your commercial. <laughs> right. You can spit on it. It's all fair game. I mean, everything changed when um uh what's his name went to T Mobile. When uh Can uh-huh. You Hear Me Now went to T Mobile. Is that oh, what yeah. true? That was fucked up. All the rules went out. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that when we was... learned that like everyone's just out Jared. for themselves. Was it Jared? No, no, he's no, a Jared's subway in guy. Jail. Oh, yeah. Jared's in jail. <laughs> He's but he's got a huge a phone, guy, right? right? He's got that huge ass phone. <laughs> well, he used to have a huge phone. He doesn't need it anymore. <laughs> now he doesn't need such a big phone. I actually think the Verizon guy's name was Verizon guy. Yeah, Verizon. Either Verizon guy or can you hear me now, guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a weird thing because it it really did affect me when I saw that. I was yeah. like, this guy can't do this. Yeah. It it implied a whole corporate narrative where he was mm-hmm. like, I could have stayed over there, but I did not like what they were doing. Yeah. And yeah. I really do want, I don't want to even have to ask, size. can you hear me now? <laughs> Those guys have little dicks. And why, why do I have to start with, can you hear me now? You should already be able to hear me. You know, Their you dicks are so thing. small at Sprint, you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> 
used to drop a little pin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it would. What Can't was drop that? The pins anymore, but you can yeah. talk about the little dick. The pin isn't a metaphor for their small dicks. It's I think it is. So the dicks are so small, you can hear the pin. No, yeah, that is definitely what that is. I took a film you know class a, about that. When a big dick walks into a room, you hear a thud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <So> zoom. <laughs> yeah. I would not. <laughs> You've never been in a room with a big dick? Contractually, no, I have not. Oh, God. oh man. All right, guys. So, um, as you know, the restrictions have been lifted on the marketing rules. So, we here at McDonald's really want to take it to Burger King. Um, we have been waiting, we have been plotting, and it is finally time to take down the king. So, I want you to take off the governor in your brain. Anything that was sort of what are the rules, I want you to forget it. And I really want you to let Burger King have it. So, what Maybe do we now, have as ideas for new campaigns? Maybe now we use my guillotine premise. Oh, yeah. You we put the right. king in the guillotine, put a carrot up his ass, and we cut his head off. <laughs> we put the, well, I like the guillotine part. The guillotine part I really but am interested in. It's a, it's a series. So the follow-up yeah. is we come oh, and yeah, kick, kick the shit out of him. Kick the after shit the, out of the Burger King. After, after his, his head's cut off. <laughs> so okay. because it's a longer narrative, even though the, it seems aggressive at first, we, they'll, they'll come to realize there's way more going on behind the scenes. Right. Why we do get we have, so why do we far that it becomes funny. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Right. And then the third series would be us coming in and kicking kicking the shit out of the fucking Burger King, man. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah. So what we do basically, and I need you to just relax on this, man, well, so because I, I agree. So, but so in the third installment, what he means is what we do is we come in. We've already beat the shit out of the body. Stop. <laughs> just fuck them up. Stop. Like he and I actually, um, we kicked the shit out of uh, some actual Burger King uh, corporate guys yesterday. Oh my god. Yeah, it was like it it's it escalated super fast. Like we just always see them at corporate events and so we just kind of know these guys. Mm-hmm. We heard the restrictions got lifted and, and then as Dave, soon as we heard Dave just sprinted over there and he just <laughs> he kicked the shit out of one of them and Holy I Holy shit. I jumped in on it just cuz I'm, you know, supporting gotta my, my guy. Got to have my, my guy. Well, hey, as a corporate uh, as a corporate man, I, I want to thank you guys both so much. Yeah. That's really awesome. That's really awesome commitment. Well, the only part I'm worried about with this campaign is the carrot in the ass. I just don't know that that's quite. <laughs> it's it's already going to cut his head off. Oh, it's, it's health, health related. related. Yeah, because now we got oh, carrots. Carrots going on there. Vegetables are getting involved in the menus. Right, because but, we have salads, famously, but, and Burger King does not. But actually, what I wanted to there's more to the the thing that happened yesterday with the corporate guys. Oh, so we ended up going to the hospital with them, and oh. we spent some time in the hospital because we they felt really bad about kind of what went down. Right, and then we. Met, I went. I went straight for the fucking neck. Yeah, dude. It, it was of honestly course. like it was a really serious. Um, it was. Shoot, a, are they okay? Just I mean, not they're, that I they're care, fine now. They're okay. fine. But okay. but anyway, then their lawyers showed up, and they were kind of just talking about what we do at McDonald's versus what they do at Burger King. Whoa. And Dave and I, they just we just kind of support what they're doing over there. So we actually were uh, we were talking about going moving over there, hopping, hopping. Excuse over. me. Yeah, we just guys. The restrictions just got lifted. We've been waiting know, for but, this moment. You gave me now this we, amazing pitch. We know everything about <laughs> McDonald's now, and so we yeah we want to oh, take fuck. it over there and then just kind of own you guys on the Burger King stage. No, 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 no. All that stuff is corporate secret. You can't do that. You you sign no, the thing with your laws are up. The laws are up. We're gonna we're gonna go to town on Grimace. That's gonna be our on Grimace. Grimace. No, Grimace is off what limits. What is he? What is he? What the hell is that, he? That's off limits. We all know what Grimace is. He's purple. Well, we're going to let the world know what he is. Fellas, we're uh, happy to have you here. Uh, obviously, 
a little tough for me to to be in an office with you. I just no, you kinda... look incredible. Like you do look healthy and yeah. Well, yeah, they reconstructed my neck kind of from from from, from nothing, you know. Yeah, no, it looks, uh, there's definitely some Burger King stuff in there. It look it looks like. Yeah, there's some Burger King stuff. I, I mean, they they kind of set when you kicked the shit out of me. I was kind of in my Burger King like corporate outfit, and so they yeah. used yep. anyway. Guys, I'm happy to have you here. Yeah, no, yeah. Only because if you can't beat them. Join them. Um, Mark, Dave, Dave, I mean, Dave, first of all, so happy you're here. Thanks. I know your granddad, yeah. having started Wendy's, you've really been bouncing around since they kind of let you out of the... As soon as those those rules lifted, those those little lines that were keeping me from everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm looking at the, um, the deck you sent, um, and there's some stuff in here I just want to talk over. I want to start with um, walking in on Grimace with your wife <laughs> at the beginning of the campaign. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, we want to talk about that as well. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm assuming you did. Well, I wasn't sure if you did, actually. conversation we need to put out there. I will say it's more of a flash in the campaign. It's not really addressed much later on. It's backstory, though. It's just meant to be backstory. It's kind of flashbacky. As a viewer, you go, wait, what was that? And it's so that you understand that he's not so innocent. And he's not youthful. Right. He's he's a creep. He's older now. And he's doing creepy shit. Yeah. Right. That's a lot of the campaign is really kind of contextualizing Grimace's age versus his behavior. Yeah. Because uh, he's one. Of, he's like one of these actors that looks like a child, but they're in their 40s. Well, and the moment you know they're in their 40s, <laughs> suddenly all their actions are a little stranger. Yeah, then it's weird. And so that's what we want to do with Grimace. And that's, that's why we want. when the, he gets tossed off the plane or whatever, uh, in like the, the sixth installment or whatever, we for us, we go, but you need to understand that he's a creep for that to be justified. Right. Right. I, I, I love the enthusiasm. I really do. And this is definitely something new now that they've lifted the laws. There is kind of a gentleman's agreement that Grimace is off limits between <laughs> you us. Because they were trying to tell us that as well. And I just, we felt he's that. a creep though, man. Like we're going to take naked. him down. We know, we all understand that he's been naked. The man's from walking the around. Of time. He's walking well, around with nothing. Creation. Where's, where is genitalia? Where, where's, where are the holes? Hey man, this is deeper than you understand. All right. There's some people out there grimace jared leto it's a cabal of people who continue to get work based on just an agreement right now, fucking jared leto is grimace <laughs> if anyone Are could you disappear if anyone me? could disappear into the room <laughs> he's incredible are you surprised to hear it look i don't um i don't normally do this sort of thing but can can we escalate this up chain of command can we talk to some of these grimace people can we talk to jared leto yeah, we'll talk to his you guys are, or whatever. You guys are barking up a pretty dangerous tree here, all right? You're young, you're hungry, you're excited. You're barking up a very dangerous tree, all right? I can't get you in touch with anybody, but I will just say, hit the 17th and 18th floor buttons on the elevator at the same time. But from then on out, you guys are on your own. Okay. You're on your own. I want to do it. I'm in. Enter... Hey, how's it going? Uh, we're just too, we just wanted to, yeah. We're new pitch guys in the in the uh, office, and we were just we were writing this fun thing about grimace. You heard it? Why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> you never seen a big purple <laughs> motherfucker before? Um, are you Jared Leto doing Heath Ledger's? At one time, Joker? I was Jared Leto. Oh, but no. now you see my current form. Look, Sugary, Grimace, 
Purple. <laughs> Shaped like a gumdrop. Almost. Grimace, we uh, used to actually work at McDonald's. And then we transferred over here to Burger King. And then we wrote kind of a smear campaign about you. And it was all actually because we wanted to, we wanted to just be your personal guys. I used to what work at if, What if <laughs> Grimace has a spinoff restaurant? Mm-hmm. What I'm if listening? What if Grimace is the new Arby's? Arby's. <laughs> That's what we want to do. We basically we want to set you up in your own new thing, and then we're going to go to town on all the other places. Every That's fast smart, food because place Arby's is really popular. Go. Arby's is really popular. We need another Arby's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A different <sighs> kind, a purple <laughs> kind, if you will. You get that metaphor? Blue yeah, and red. I it's think purple. so. <gasps> Okay. Look, all we need to get started is, would you mind just spinning around? Yeah, hang on. Let me pop this towel off. <laughs> oh, okay. So they just blur it all out then. When they curse, they blur it all out. Because that's See, what yeah, I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I really saw a grimace. <laughs> yeah, were you really picturing him? In your yeah, head? I really was. It was yeah, actually really, it was affecting. I liked it. Yeah, when I, in my mind, it was it was pretty sensual. It was like yeah. pretty uh, it was a slow raunchy sure. almost. Yeah. yeah, it was a dark room, and only like right at the end did I realize it was a sauna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like a slow light up thing. I was like, oh, we're in a fucking right. sauna. No one. Yeah, you think you're in a in a penthouse office, but you're <laughs> yeah, really in a in a soaking reveal. wet sauna, <laughs> steam room, really steam room. <laughs> it gives context to the towel for sure. Right. Right. <laughs> you guys ever do a steam? <laughs> I don't. I don't like the steam. No, I love a good steam. Absolutely, I like I a good steam. But if there's if there's a lot of people in the room, I feel mm-hmm. like it's all the steam is touching all of us. You know, how what big I mean? of a room is are we talking about? Little, little but it has to be four. Small. It's <laughs> it has to be really small. If it's too big, I've never been in one of the big ones. The it, mm-hmm. the bigger it is, the more sort of like um it, it gets sexual in here when I'm not around. It feels right. If it's really small, I feel like it's a safe zone. There's not a lot of sex mm-hmm. going on in there. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a theory I have. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I almost have a heart attack every time I go in there just sitting. I don't know how you could yeah. have sex in one. No, I know, but you could. You know what I, I mean? I guess you yeah. got to go all the way on the floor because if yeah. you go in a steam room, it's way hotter up up top. You know Look, that, Ryan? We all know heat rises. Yeah. Okay. okay don't don't come all in right. here like you're teaching us We've something. All like, we all know dough. that. <laughs> We've all big yeah, We've all done that during the pandemic. Certainly, right, we've sorry. all done that. I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I can't. I was in a steam room with a couple other people recently, uh, and awesome. I can't tell. Yeah, good job, man. That's if cool. it's what the like COVIDness of a steam room is, yeah. are you breathe because uh-huh. you can see the wetness of the air is like yeah. Is that you better? breathe out the particles, right. are they more dispersed in a steam room or is it so and, 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 hot? And, and why hasn't Fauci said anything about that? That's well, what I'm saying. Nobody's listening. He did. Nobody's listening. Oh, I like this little two-man radio show. <laughs> <laughs> he did say something about that. No one is paying attention. I am I am curious about that same thing, actually, because then there's also, you know, we're sort of at like a, what feels like a moral or like ethical point in the in the COVID journey now. Where it's like to wear a mask in, you know, a sort of heightened circumstance, like people wear the mask at the gym when some people are not. I, I've gone into a, um, a sauna where I was wearing a mask and no one else was. And I it felt inherently smug and condescending when I was yeah. in there. Yeah. And then I also felt like I couldn't take it off because I was like, no, they think I, 
They think I am like I'm. Right. I'm setting a precedent in here, and I so I have right. to now. You should have took it off and just hacked up along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's just for the COVID. It's just COVID. <laughs> what is this your is guys' COVID box? Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> where they keep COVID. <laughs> I just wanted to get some of it out in here, and then this is where the COVID goes. <laughs> The heat sort of uh, uh, yeah. it makes it more it, right? robust. Multiplies it. Yeah. it multiplies it, <laughs> makes it stronger. So very I've maybe brought this up before because it's a thing. I think it's a sticking point for me and like other men. But do you guys cough <laughs> stuff up and spit it out in bathrooms? You know how like oh, the, yeah. there's guys who like when they're at the urinal or like in the gym shower, they'll be doing the whole clear out. Mm-hmm. Where are they spitting it? It kind of depends on what, what I have available to me. Uh, like, I've seen guys do it in the urinal while they're peeing or whatever. I, I The reason I ask is because yesterday a guy was doing it in the, like, shower at the gym. And it was, oh. like, eight full hawk-up spit-outs where it's like... Oh, no. Yeah, I, to me, one is on gross. Sound. It depends some- on the sound. If, if I can tell from their sound that they do it so much that it's sort of, like, fundamental to their character, then I, I assume from that that they're they're expertly spitting it down the drain. If it sounds like they're having a moment where they're really <laughs> congested and they're new to this whole thing and they're coughing up because they don't know how to get the mucus out of there. They're new to coughing. Yeah. They, they haven't had a really bad cough ever before. Then I'm going, right. well, they might just spit it anywhere. They might just yeah. be getting the particles everywhere when they're, while they're coughing. So it depends on the on the sound. You know? That's compassionate. That's really yeah. compassionate. This person might have a condition. And if they do, I assume uh, they, they're taking care of it. They know how to take care of that spit. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. I, I think it's disgusting. I think it's yeah, pretty. I, I think it's. It's a public space. It's not your own space. Yep. It's kind of how I feel. Even in my own space, I know that eventually, because my wife's hair gets clogged up and everything, that I'll be pulling all that shit out anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of try not to do anything in there. Yeah. Except wash. I feel like I have a real, like, um, you know, I have a golden rule mentality with it where I go, like, you know. If I was if I was really coughing right now, I would want to feel free to spit down that drain in there, mm-hmm. especially at the gym or something where I feel like where you're at your most arrogant, you know, <laughs> where you've like just done like you've just worked out really? and done all this self involvement. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> After the end of all of it, you've just like been, you're thinking about yourself. You're you know you're doing all this bullshit, and everyone in there is basically like spiritually vamping. That I go like, you know what? I'm I'm entitled to spit down this drain because I just worked out. Yeah. You know, my watch yeah. is happy with squats. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I exactly. I guess I feel that way after tap. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say it's the same sort of freedom you feel after you've been doing some good tap dance. <laughs> Ta- after tap. Yeah, yeah. I get down, baby. Yeah. That, <laughs> now, now, what I, kind of tap are we talking? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's I'm willing to you don't believe need the this. Shoes. Is this you don't true? Need the it's shoes just me. All the time. It's just me. Is this true? I see why it causes lots of coughing. It's mostly yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have room for drinks. Yeah. <laughs> he only stops when he's fully dried out in his throat from all the tapping. And then I hack it up. <laughs> I Yeah, I feel like there's, I don't feel arrogant. I mean, at the gym, I, I've just gotten to the point where I feel like a little bit invisible, which I'm happy about. Yeah, mm-hmm. but at the gym I go to the now the like shared pool. There's a whole energy there that you're dealing with, uh-huh. and now that the people like that kind of own the pool. I don't know if you guys have, not, have ever so, seen this like dog parks. There's clearly like a crew that runs the dog park. Mm. <laughs> when you get there, it's like the cool crew. This they have this here, and it's like these uh, this elderly crew that's there all day. 
and they police <laughs> people coming from the steam room to the hot tub or the pool without rinsing. Wow. Really? And, That's a big fear of mine getting caught in that intersection. <laughs> I, I didn't even uh, this I didn't even know you're supposed to rinse from sa- from steam room to pool, but they were like, don't get mm-hmm. your sweat in the pool to somebody. And the but fact this, that they can vigilantly tell the difference between those two types of you know, perspiration and just like water, <laughs> water. That's, in, that's really impressive. They taste it. Yeah. They walk by and they taste it. Uh, and, and you yes, let them. Two days ago, yeah, well, you got to let them. It's their domain. They dominate they'll you. They'll bite you. <laughs> they'll get in there and they'll bite you. The guy yesterday stared me down from locker room into pool, which oh. is like a five minute process because the pool was also full and i was waiting for a lane and i showered in the locker room and not in the one where you can watch everybody shower there's one right mm-hmm. next to the pool and so as i was getting in the guy had been watching me the whole time and then he goes did you you got a shower and i was like oh i did i did in the locker room and he went good and it's like <laughs> he was like trying to like make it like we're friends now you know a little bit. and it's like no you just tried to be with my boss hey there this is tim lyons and i'm dan white And we are the hosts of Improv is Dead, an audibly enhanced improv comedy podcast featuring our favorite improvisers from Chicago, New York, L.A., and beyond. If you enjoy Man Dog Pod and fancy yourself a filthy little improv pervert who just can't get enough prov, check out our show, Improv is Dead. Every Tuesday, we release a new episode where we catch up and improvise with our favorite performers, then add some ambience and sound effects to create a really immersive improv show. Kind of like merging improv with audio sketch comedy. Love that. So when you're done listening to Man Dog Pod, check us out on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. Uh, all right, everyone. We had some technical difficulties, uh, but look, not us. You guys fixed. did. Yeah, yeah. Your we end. did all on our end. All on our end. <laughs> and now it's time for a little segment we call the blame game. <laughs> Based on how you're seeing, if you get the video now, everything. Who do you think had the technical difficulties? Yeah, this is different? a huge video episode. <laughs> This is huge. This is a yeah, huge this, video this is episode. pure video content. Just, just strip the audio out, make it a pure video medium. Oh my God, what are you drinking? That's a must see. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Literally it's a pain. hell podcast to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did that? <laughs> Whoa, gotta see the look on his face. <laughs> Words can't describe. <laughs> I have had, I could tell I'm, uh, you know, loving, loving you guys. I think I'm in a good mood today because I've had days where like the technical difficulties post pandemic, like yeah. are enough for me to <laughs> move home where it's just like, yeah. I can't fucking deal with it. I, I like, I buy yeah. a computer, yep. I buy all this equipment, you get the internet uh-huh. hardwired and then it still doesn't work. And it's like, well, fuck it. What's the point of being alive? <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. You should have seen us like uh, during the technical difficulties. Yeah. Calming each other down. Yeah. Both <laughs> panic. We were just going back and forth, just like hitting each other as hard as we could to just like feel something else. <laughs> <laughs> now my arm hurts, not my heart. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. My arm will heal. Now my heart will hurt. heal. <laughs> now they both hurt. <laughs> I had it last night with, I, I like, listeners of this podcast will know, the shape of my room really bothers me, but I'm stuck with it. It's just the size and shape. Mm-hmm. And I had it last night. I think what happened is I shrank my fitted sheet for my bed. Oh, yeah. But I tried to make my bed for 30 minutes, and it was like, <laughs> I, 
I am now out of spite sleeping directly on the mattress because I'm mad at. Oh no! I don't know who the sheets. It's levels. Right. It's levels. It's levels. Goes, yeah. Who made it drinkable? He goes into the room and the dog bed. It's got a full oversized sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he fully his mistake. <laughs> And she's still uncomfortable. She's like, yeah, she wrong with this it. thing? Like, this is too much sheet. <laughs> it's wrapping up in my head. collar. It is amazing, though. Like Side eyeing Dan. The way things have become annoying due to the pandemic, it's like a pure psych experiment where it's it's like overexposure to random things in your own life. Like to, For me, I'm like, it's actually seeing myself in a Zoom is the new thing where every time I see it now, it just, it literally starts with every time I first see myself, it's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's <laughs> instant reaction now. Yeah. It's, it's oh, great. you again. Yeah. What are you, and are you mad at the way you look? It's almost like I, I feel mad at the fact that being human beings mean you look, you have to look like anything. Like I want, <laughs> I just want to be like the sort of cloud smoke of a body that I feel like when I forget that I look like anything. Yeah, so you don't that's so far. I feel the same way. I'm like, I'm just like, I just why? Why do we have to have bodies yes. and faces that then you look at and you go like, oh, they're probably like that. I'm like, I wish I was just a cloud of bugs. Mm-hmm. I walk around like not looking at myself in the mirror or whatever. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm just in here. I'm just in this yeah. vessel. And then I realize everyone can see it and that it matters what it looks like. And I'm like, right. ah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's like when I realize I've only worn sh- like uh, like Russell brand shorts for like four months, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, people have been subjected to my my long white legs this whole time, and it's just horrible for everyone around me. I forget. And also Russell brand athletics. Don't wear those. <laughs> Don't drop athletics. Yeah. They gotta know. <laughs> they gotta focus. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 though I agree with the sentiment. There are those people who are like. Everybody is beautiful. Your face is beautiful. Everything about you is beautiful because you're a human and you're alive. And I want to be like, yeah, but you know I look ugly right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know like, this yeah. shirt doesn't fit me properly and it shows off <laughs> yes. that I have tits, right? right? Like, it's like, hey, I get what you mean, but you get what yes. I mean. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's literally it's the same as your mom go, yeah. being like, you're so you're so handsome. I'm like, right. mom. I am not. That is not the the objective opinion at school, mom. Yeah. And I'm not trying to date you, mom. Your opinion <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter here. Your sick ass taste doesn't make a difference, mom. Yeah. Look at dad. Dad is yeah. ugly as shit. Fucking loser. <laughs> I can't trust your taste. Look at how ugly the guy you married is. Yeah. You were fine. I got it from dad. What is he Filipino? God. <laughs> it's his fault. I gotta. I gotta navigate this life looking like. Like this, <laughs> with this high intelligent brain inside of me, it's just hell on so, I'm so, I'm otherwise perfect inside my brain. I'm perfect. It's a great brain. I have no complaints. It's just, just when you meet the outside world that the problems day. start. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's that I only value the way I look. That's got nothing to do with my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I do. I was thinking about this uh, really with both. We got we maybe never even said this again. That's why it's a video episode. You got to (laughs) watch. But Mike and Marcus are in the same spot, which uh, you'd have to be a little stupid to not have gathered by now. But uh, from context clues. (laughs) But I was looking at you guys and I do think about like both of you to me look like guys who are able to keep a consistent look like you look Mm -hmm. 
uh, as, as put together, like, if, you're, you're, if you're if you're trapped inside of the body, though, I feel like all you all you note is like minute differences that have taken place over the course of twenty years, mm-hmm. and then it's like. I look at myself in the mirror and I go like, wow, I'm not a little child, a sweet little boy anymore, you know? (laughs) And so like, so then everything, every other detail you see about yourself is like made more grotesque through that like natural brain lens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where I go, I I like, uh, I'm like uh, very aware uh, of all of the ways. uh, We're all so intimately aware of every one of the things that makes us no longer look like a sweet, innocent, good-natured child anymore. Uh, <laughs> so for you, it's about, like, the young, the youthfulness. Just when like, I was pure, back when I was pure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before you, you. You can see the, the years of wear. And, you can and see the, your stains you know, now. The, the yeah. internal stuff you yeah. can see on the external now, yeah. Like, I feel like yeah, I, I do. Think... Oh, go ahead, Marcus. No, not now. <laughs> well, actually, I, now feel like you Marcus, go. I feel like Marcus's beard actually does like so much work for him because it's it so does. perfectly even and, mm-hmm. and nice looking that it's it sort of like it makes him a sort of perfect caricature of himself at all times. That jawline, it, it creates a jawline when you don't <laughs> Oh, yeah. Jawline. Absolutely. You it's know what fla- I mean? It's flawless. It's so yeah. flawless. We are yeah. so opposite. I, I couldn't keep <laughs> a beard straight to, uh, to the, for my life. I like uh, I, I just grow it out crazy to hide everything instead of like to yeah. create those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, we are opposite. I, yeah, you guys I, yeah. actually are really like almost exact physical opposites. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's like a textbook exact physical opposites. Uh, but Dan, you also you have a similar. I, I feel like being tall makes everything harder. Like it, just in terms of like ever looking normal or comfortable in your body. Like I, I'm six yeah. three, and I feel like that's like right at the range when it stops being like I'm always like, whoa, my legs look so crazy. My proportions are insane. Like no matter mm-hmm. no matter what I'm wearing. When I wear put my clothes on, I think I look like <laughs> Army Hammer in Call Me by yes. Your Name, and yes. then I walk past a mirror and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's literally my that is my everyday. Holy shit! Like. That's not what short shorts like are supposed to look on somebody. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Is this a fucking funhouse mirror or a regular window? <laughs> regular window. <laughs> I have that, but but mine is width. It feels like you guys are dealing with the, the height of the funhouse mirror, and mine is like, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought it was a lot more sort of muscly, and it's really just love handles. It's just yeah. love handles and a shirt that doesn't fit at the bottom. I feel like every time I wear something that I think is nice, I, I'm back to like my eighth grade self in a yep. suit and Oakley sunglasses at a bar mitzvah wow. thinking I do, I'm I like Reservoir Dogs. Same feeling. Yes, <laughs> dude, exact, I, literally the exact same feeling. I always go like, I go like, well, at this wedding, though, I'm going to wear a suit. I'm going to look nice in a suit. And then I see us. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I can't even take the jacket off because it makes me look even more insane. (laughs) I just got a new suit for a wedding. and, And when I tried on the suit at the place and at home, I was like, this is a good looking suit. I like this. And then I got to the wedding where other people were wearing suits. And I was like, what did I think? Why did I go red? Yeah. Why did I go Why all red? red with a red shirt and a red tie? It looks so Jeez. normal at the store. <laughs> anyway, so I kicked out of the wedding and burned it down. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
my my feeling is when I walk into like one of those suit stores because it's so much cheaper, I go, I bet you I could fit in one of those husky kids suits. <laughs> I'm not joking. I go, that's that's a XL for kids. Let me let me get that hundred and nine dollars off of it. <laughs> men's warehouse suit <laughs> but also it, it like really shatters this one rationalization i have where i'll see some like famous army hammer type person who looks amazing in a suit and yeah. and I'll, I'll convince myself i'll go like everyone looks amazing in a suit mm-hmm. that's what they're they're yeah. tailor made for your body <laughs> and then i will literally get i had one suit one time for a funeral mm-hmm. it was tailor made and it was so much worse. It like accented my body in so many worse ways. Oh, I remember and I was that like, this suit is was tailor made. Gross. <laughs> it made me look like an hourglass and not in the good way. A suit with a dick hole in it? Yeah, yeah the dick hole. It was so brutal. I ruined my whole I fucking told, funeral. I classic hourglass with a big dick sticking out of the middle of it. <laughs> The sands of time. <laughs> Boink. Oh, man. <laughs> Terrible suit. Terrible <sighs> suit. Can't believe they sold it. <laughs> right off the mannequin. <laughs> the last one I, I got to. That, I think Taylor May just made that. <laughs> Taylor made it. <laughs> yeah, it was a suit. It was a golf suit. <laughs> Someone who called it, named Taylor made the suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, Shauna, um, thanks for answering the door. I hope I'm not uh, uh, interrupting. Um, sorry to just kind of come by in the middle of the day here. No, it's, it's actually amazing. It's amazing to see you. <laughs> oh, it's great to see you, too. Um, I I, uh, I honestly don't know exactly how to say this, so I just come out with it. No, just come um, right out and say it. Well, I noticed your son, um, uh, uh, Jacob. Red, uh, Jacob, has lost a pretty good amount of weight, and I'm just kind of curious what you're doing with his old suits. Um, the old, his huskies? Yeah, because I I, I I always admired his style of well, you know, we like at the Easter brunch. He looks. You're talking so about good. my youngest, my youngest Jacob? Yeah, yeah. Ja- <laughs> and and you know, I, I'm not you know, I if he it's, it's had late. lost the weight, it's very late. I'm just kind of. <laughs> so you're talking about Jacob, my my twelve year old, honey. What's going on? <laughs> Hey Daniel, um, uh, so late. What's yeah? Hey Daniel, how you doing? You can explain if you want. It's a, kind of confusing to me, actually. Well, you know how, and again, I, I, the, a kid can be whatever weight they want, but I did notice Jacob lost no, a pretty good amount of weight. No, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, yeah, you he's know, into the sports now. That's which is awesome, and I really encouraged it because I have to say, somewhat selfishly, I'm kind of wondering what you're going to do with those suits. You see. Well, the two main ones, his communion one and, and his graduation one, we framed them. They're on the... Yeah. We have them Are on the wall kidding? here now. Yeah. Are you kidding? There is. Wow. You just like the, you just like the suits, huh? They're I'm not going to do anyone any good up <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. We're going to... He's gonna. Dan is gonna go make a pot of coffee. You want to just come in? We can look at these. No, suits. no, I don't think this is gonna be. Oh, no, 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 Dan, what is going on? I have two days <laughs> tomorrow. We have to Jacob, go to bed. Hi, Jacob. Get upstairs. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm up past my curfew that the football coach set. But Jacob, I, just what's remember all the this? ruckus. Those two days are Mr. great, Jacob, but let's avoid the bulk. I think you want to stay lean for these. <laughs> Mr. Reed has come by. He was talking about how he loves the fit of your old suits. 
Well, I, look, I, I, let me cut to the chase. I really don't think you have to put a pot on. I know it's late, and maybe I should have waited till morning for done. this. Look, we're all up. We, we want you to come in. Oh, no, the, so the coffee's been made, man. I'm it's so going to be one of those memorable nights where a neighbor comes over, and we all just sit up and just gab. Just sit I up think. and talk about it. Well, I'm not trying to stay up too late. I, the reason I come by is because... Come, 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 come. Okay, come, I'll come, come in. Come. Thank you. Yeah, We got extra. You. Oh, wow. You really oh, that right nice. by my head. Ross, Jacob, wow. <laughs> Good stuff, son. Thank you. Thank you. You've been working on it. What was that? Jacob, cream? Do you want cream? I'd love cream. <laughs> Mr. Reed, would you like cream or sugar? Yeah. Or uh, You're a two-sugar guy, right? Wow, yeah, thanks for remembering. I feel yeah, like that's... Uh, two sugars. I mean, let's be honest. This guy wants to fit into my Huskies. This guy's a three sugar guy. So, oh, so you at know least, why I'm here. Okay. At least. You want to fit into his Wait husky. a minute. You know why I'm here. Okay. Jacob, get in your Jacob, room. Jacob, go upstairs right now, young man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, I'm going to go snooze. Look, I'm willing to... I'm willing to pay for these. I know this seems like they have some emotional weight to them. But we um, just love to think of our little boy in these suits. It, it fills my whole heart up to think of him in those special days wearing these suits. That's why we frame someday them. he will too. He'll think back when he was a child and want to impress like some reservoir dog bull. Mm-hmm. Sorry you to know? come back He's down. Gonna... I heard you say emotional weight. I actually got rid of all the emotional weight. I found a purpose. That's... You're amazing. You're you're amazing. <laughs> Good job, Jacob. Good yeah, stuff, I... son. Thank you, guys. And can I apologize for having cream? I shouldn't have had cream this late. <laughs> It's fine, and I I appreciate the apology. When we have guests, we told you when we have guests, you're allowed. You, you can have a cream. You can. Indulge. I love you guys. Incredible you, communication. Too, no wonder he is so emotionally healthy. Get in your room, Jacob. Get up there right now, Mister, because we are getting you up at five a.m. That is you are enough, right. Jacob. I love you guys. I love you, Jacob. I love you, bud. Well, look, Mister Reed, you want to fit into his? You want to wear? You think it'll fit? Well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's so thank now? you. Yeah, as you can tell, body type wise, he and I kind of always were similar. But you're an adult man. <laughs> yeah, the difference is that you're an adult man. For me, it comes down to just the ideological idea that you would want to wear the suit. Yeah, for I'm, me, why would that cross your mind? Why would it even well, cross? Why would you look at our boy and picture yourself wearing his clothes? Something about I, that is what I don't stand by. Yeah, really. I mean, I don't know. It's the same amount of fabric that I would be wearing. He looked awesome mm-hmm. in it. We all agreed he was the life of the party. I heard. He was. He, he was the um, the ice king at Winter Formal, which is huge. He, did, he got runner up. He got runner yeah, up. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. but he was, but he almost had the votes. Yeah, he well, I mean, yeah, no one's gonna. And really he didn't be take Brad it Hope. on at all, and that's the actually that's a credit to Jacob. He didn't take on that at all. He that's was fine right. with being. We'll have him up. tell you, Jacob, get down here. <laughs> hey, young man, come down here. Right I was now. listening at the top of the stairs. I'm so sorry, I couldn't go to bed. It's too exciting. You're naturally down here. curious. Well, yeah, you're you're naturally a whole cup curious. Of full I just wanted. Oh, it's full of cream. Honestly, that was two creams. I think I want to remind you guys that the inner <laughs> is SpongeBob lined, so they look good on the outside, but it's a SpongeBob line. So I don't know if that's like an adult thing. And Mr. Reed, you're okay with that? Well. No, I did need them for my aunt's funeral, so I would. I guess I would just have to stay buttoned up. She's or... gonna wear them. Don't put them on her. <laughs> I, I really, I, I'm sorry to put my foot down, but I don't want these on a corpse. Well, uh, no, let me just. Her, she passed away in a fire, and all her nice clothes were burnt up. And we would just love when we were like, we need to bury her in something. <laughs> And she, so she has the same build as you and Jacob. Well, yeah, the whole family really. Was she uh, in the fire? Did you say <laughs> she yeah, perished she passed in the fire? He said she perished in the fire. <laughs> so is the suit gonna make 
that much of a difference. Yeah, what is the suit exactly? For? It is it is well, just a suit for the body. I don't know if we needed fire. to make that clear. There's no head portion or anything. Well, just because someone's burned up, it doesn't mean we should. What do we want to bury her in tattered rags and stuff? She should still be buried no, in a beautiful right. she suit. Get a SpongeBob suit tailored. We'll keep it, like, Mister Reed. If it's what you really want and you don't think it's strange or inappropriate <laughs> no. at all, I'm willing to let you take his suit and bury your deceased grandmother in it. Aunt, aunt. Um, oh, oh, it's just your, just your aunt. That does bring it down a little bit for me. No no same. offense. I don't mean to quantify it. I don't even know what I'm doing up. I have to get <laughs> laid. <laughs> bed, young man. Scene. <laughs> Fucking Jacob. <laughs> Oh, that Honestly, one didn't need not to go to, anywhere. Not to, not to, not to, not to <laughs> overstress, overstress the video element of all this, but Ryan, there's something about your the way that you move. You become these characters. Yeah. I saw my little man, my little boy, yes. Jacob. I saw him. I did, too. I, I did, too. He was fit. He was fit. He was, mm-hmm. he was groggy, saw, too. Yeah. He, was, he was truly groggy. He was getting in. I saw my fit, up. tired son. And then that makes it so much easier to act across from is when exactly. the other person breaks exactly. And, of course, I do the stare thing. <laughs> Catch that. Yeah, which I love on stage. I, I love when you ever see someone like when they haven't done like a ton of improv and they and they make like random moves, like not quite like walking downstairs with your fingers, yeah. but like just random things. Where you go, you don't have to do that. Yeah, they saw, they okay. saw like someone do it a couple of years ago. And they're like, I'm going to do that when it comes up. Right? Yeah, <laughs> there should be an improv up. practice that's just like. Walking through like, okay, you're jumping in a pool now. Let's actually work on what yeah. that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> they have those. <laughs> yeah. They have 101. Or if your teacher really hates you, they'll get they'll get notes specific on it. You know, I I, I had a, a coach one time who definitely did not like me and he got very specific with how it didn't look like I was applying shaving cream. It looked like I was applying makeup. Mm. Oh I thought God. that was pretty minute, but but yeah, I was like, I get it. If you hate me, yeah. that makes sense to give me that. That's note. a great use of everyone in class's time. <laughs> you know what I mean? We talked about it at length for sure. Shaving cream is this. Makeup is <laughs> yeah. this. Mm-hmm. That was valid. <laughs> it totally changed my my object work after that. <laughs> Has been better. Yeah, it, it's been <laughs> that's good. That's really <laughs> nice. Yeah, and you're really his coach, good. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You better believe it. <laughs> you better um, believe it. There's a thing with the and the coach thing when I move this the NBA MVP thing, where um there the, there's some drama over who is going to win it because Jokic is going to get it, but like people think that Embiid might have been better, and like the guys that work with Embiid will like tweet about how good he is and all that stuff. Uh, and I think about it sometimes with like if we got to have those arguments with our friends about like <laughs> improv com- or like just start digging people and being like, man, this guy should have been in the cast. Look how funny he is in this and just start like <laughs> tweeting at like NBC and being like, hey, you slept on my guy again. Oh, dude, <laughs> Honestly, now, I wish there was more it, of that. I wish there I was wish, more of that. I'm going to. I'm not on social media, but I'm getting on it just to do This is that. bullshit. He, he's always claiming out of some new purpose, some some new hate is going to bring him to it, but it never actually happens. <laughs> I'm going to get on it. No, there you're now. not, dude. I wish you would. We're going to do How much it. are you uh, on your phone around your kids? Do you, are you, like, mindful about that? I am mindful, but I'm on it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly just checking out my stocks and my portfolio. Well, you're a grinder. <laughs> No, 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 I'm on it all the time watching YouTube and Baby Shark shit. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, with my with, uh, my daughter is nine months old, and so. You can just be sneaky about it. Tall. Yeah. <laughs> she's Artists like she's indicated that she's about four feet tall. <laughs> yeah, she's a tall girl, you know. She's just sure. one of those kids. You guys can see that? Yeah. Um, but it, it is hard to not like sort of like the like I don't know if it's ethics or whatever it is when it comes to like being on your phone around a child, it's pretty interesting to navigate. Like the other day I was thinking I I almost exclusively, especially at night, if I'm like feeding her or whatever it is. I'll be listening to a podcast and then I'll go like, I guess like 20 years ago, like you just be like present in this moment and not thinking <laughs> about something completely different. Not and so, so I'll be like phoning it in a little bit where I'm like listening to some podcast about something else. And I'm going like, no, 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 no. and I'm not really giving her the full play that I would give right. if I wasn't listening to something. Oh, right. I was going to say even back then though, they were listening to the radio. They were listening. I to, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's something about having it it's so just in my ear and she doesn't even know I'm on this whole other, yeah. you know, trip at that point. Yeah, right. So it is a little bit more a little of a lie because you're hiding it. Yeah. 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 And then she'll reach for the, the headphone in my ear and I'm like, get me, don't you do that. And I'll really, I'll really yell at her <laughs> this over is, that. You're not, this isn't for you. <laughs> you do not <laughs> shut off Coney. <laughs> yeah. This is daddy's. <laughs> I make sure, I make sure to yeah. really get her scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. I, I, I like. I feel when I'm around my nieces, like super sensitive, as if like me taking too many like pictures or videos being on my phone in 20 yeah. years is going to affect anything. Or like, yeah. like once you, you're around kids for the first time that, and it's like more meaningful. Uh, uh, I get super it's in my head about how everything is going to ruin them when it's like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I watch TV almost nonstop growing up. And, um, yep. Yep. and you're fucking awesome, Dan. I'm awesome, yeah, man. Look at that fucking hair. I can't I, communicate I I, without I, cultural references from the 90s. I, 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 like, really subscribe to the fact that, like, we all just get so much damage in our lives along the way. And it's it's all unavoidable. Like, you're just going to become whoever you're going to become. All this random shit's going to happen to you. It's all unavoidable. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't agree? I, I'm just like, wholeheartedly like, disagree. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, there, there's just no protecting from, like, the many. There, there are right. so many factors and, like, cofactors that will affect. Like, I'm like, it's just, it's just going to shake out yeah. in some crazy way no matter what we do. It's all, everything's going to create some other thing right. no matter. I'm like. I, because I do comedy and Lauren does comedy, I'm like, she's probably going to, our daughter's going to hate comedy. <laughs> or, you know, it's, like, it's like all these things. It's just like, it's just way. unavoidable where it's like, I don't know. Everything just shakes out. I, I'm, I could not be more different from both of my parents and I could not be more different from how they yeah. wanted me to be. Right. You know? And I'm just right. like, it's just, there's nothing to do about it. And the more that my, the more my dad would literally say to me, can't you just be normal? The more I'm like, dude. That's not going to help it. <laughs> right. It just made me fucking weirder, man. I could. <laughs> I was, yeah, it's, it's unavoidable. Um, my mom uh, is Israeli and her like whole side of the family is in Israel. And, um, uh, you know, like she comes from a long line of like uh, Holocaust, like escapers and survivors. And her brother texted her the other day and he was like, I'm reading a book about the Holocaust. And apparently the mayor of Berlin's last name was Lippert, which is my dad's last name, not my mom's. And so I was thinking about if I was related to this guy, this like Berlin Nazi in the mid 1900s, that I somehow am the product of like the opposite of what both sides of my family would have. (laughs) Like they did everything that they could to make the world and their like bloodline a certain way. And I ended up being the son in this. I I wasn't related to this guy, 
But oh, oh you did do the research. I would have. I think I would. Oh, I haven't done the research, research, but it just doesn't make a, it doesn't make a ton of sense that I would be like okay. my dad's family was already in the right. U.S. for like a hundred years, but maybe like eighth cousins. But it's funny that this guy whose last name is Lippert now, like all he wanted was no Jews, and now there's like a Jew, a Jew named Lippert going around. <laughs> yes, you're a you're a Jewish comedian in a free country. Yeah, it's, it's worst nightmare. <laughs> it's, so, it's so amazing when you think about people who are just you know full to the brim with hate, and you go you go like, and that guy would hate that, even though yeah. like to me that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Like I'm a I'm a Jewish comedian in a free country. Like to that specific man. He'd be I also have like a weird family lineage. I don't think I'm related to them, but Julius and Ethel Rosenberg were like, were like these uh, Russian spies around the uh-huh. same time. And were like the first people to be executed in, a, in an electric chair, like, in the time or whatever. And I just remember learning that so young. <laughs> like, like I think my dad even told me, and I was like, why would I want to know this at seven that, like, this could happen to me? You know what I mean? Because every single teacher is thinking about that yeah. when they call your name out. Yeah. He was holding on to it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he lived with that burden. He wants right. you to know. you got to have right. it now. You're demon. You're going through it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about the legacy of the ABC uh, uh, cop comedy drama castle i'm like i i have to live with that legacy every single day mm. you know i'm not i'm not affiliated with it I was never on it you know it's nothing to do with me mm. but but there it is it's right in the name mm. and not to mention the uh that movie um like mike oh no, exactly no yeah exactly you'll never live that down you'll never live that down. yeah no these are the associations but right when people see my name they start thinking that or that documentary <laughs> mike castle's butthole <laughs> And that's not even my bottle. Even though it is a mystery bottle, no one knows who it goes to. That doc was but just too mine. long. I lost interest about like 10 hours in. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm so surprised I got Attenborough. I'm definitely surprised <laughs> I got Attenborough. Well, that's I the crazy it. part. I, they, I knew how much detail... And the only Attenborough can give those, you know, that voice where he just describes Oh, we're talking everything. the executive producer. <laughs> the anus. <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I love it. Well, all right, students. Look, um, we all know that for the senior prank, somebody put stink bombs all over the whole school. Um and yeah, but what are we gonna do about it? Because I, I don't feel safe at this school with that hat with these kids doing that. Seriously, what are we it gonna wasn't do me. about it? I and I truly, I I truly have never seen someone who is so on the faculty side <laughs> as a student at risk of these getting teachers, absolutely pummeled. These teachers will never feel safe if my fellow seniors are pranking them. <laughs> You were going to get absolutely pummeled for this afterwards, and I really respect going out on this. I welcome it. I welcome it. (laughs) My whole problem is this must have been a coordinated attack because they were in almost every section of the school, the robotics department, the amphitheater, the pottery class. They were everywhere. This is not one student. Right. Yeah. I. I, It's very possible. That's why we have all you in here is to kind of figure out how this happened and we're putting together a committee because we all know this went terribly wrong. Um, you know, Kristen Hansen had to be taken to the hospital um, after she, well, it was the mental hospital because she thought she was farting a bunch, but 
That's still Mr. vicious. It's still Mr. vicious. Mr. Neeson, Mr. Neeson can't use his nose for six weeks. That's like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, he's literally the coolest teacher, and now he can't use his <laughs> nose for two weeks. I, I heard he's got to blow it until he can smell again. Again, on such a limb there, calling Mr. Neeson the coolest teacher. You're going to get absolutely pummeled. He's got sweat stains down to his knees. <laughs> he literally knows the name of every Chaucer character. It's sick. <laughs> Whatever. Pummel me all you want. <laughs> I love this attitude. You're definitely going to get to come into the teacher's lounge and have some <laughs> coffee with us later. I, but I appreciate that. But look, all that aside, we're upset. And this type of thing cannot happen. And I know that it's cool to not rat on people, but we need to get to the bottom of this for safety's sake and to make mm-hmm. sure it never happens again. Okay. Now, obviously, we have our usual suspects, Ryan Rosenberg from a long line of liars. So we're wondering maybe if there's something there. Um, I think he did it, honestly. I think he stinks, and he also smelled it early. (laughs) Yes. Now, does that rule work for stink bombs that whoever smelt them dealt them? He's so eager for everyone to see us. Get your hands off of me. Get your hands off of me. Why do I got to be in here? What's going on? Can we just talk to you for a second, Ryan? No. I'm out of here, man. Open the door. Ryan, sit down. Jesus, you're every time there's absolutely a, Every time later. there's something wrong in this school, I get the blame. Me, Ryan Rosenberg. <laughs> Rosenberg. You know I don't always say this, but I think we should give him the electric chair. <laughs> oh, whoa. There's, a, whoa. there's a precedent. Mr. <laughs> there's a precedent for exactly. it. Exactly. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> I welcome it. He welcomes it. Okay. We let's let's set him up. Because all you're going to smell is stink bombs. <laughs> as soon as you electrocute me, stink bombs. That's an admission of guilt. No, it's it not. It absolutely is. Well, it's, it's pretty close. It's admission of guilt. It's pretty if, it's, if it's not an admission of guilt, then exactly what is it? What it, What is the claim rooted in if it's not an admission of guilt? Yeah, what Bro, are you saying? You carry Rosenberg stink bombs? so hard after this. Dude, then do it. Okay, atomic wedgies are bullshit. Okay, and it's not going to deter me from the truth. No, I said Rosie Berged. Oh, it's different than Rosenberg. It's my belly until I run away, dude. And it's not as effective as you think it is. It just no, makes me nervous. But you don't like it? Yeah, because you're all over me. Dude. And I'm going to give it to you're you. You're all fucking over me, dude. Keep messing around. I'm coming for that navel. Dude, we're going to literally put you in an electric chair, man. I feel like you don't understand the gravity of this. You're going to get we're Rosenberg, not, dude. Well, hang on. We're not going to put anybody in an electric chair, all right? I heard they were adding it. it. Bring I it. heard they were adding it. They made one in the robotics lab. They didn't make we an electric. added it. <laughs> no, they didn't make it. I well, added to... it to the school. I am going to have to talk to Mr. Van Black about that. You don't in your own school, man. We did it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to talk to Mr. Van Black about that. If they, if you made an electric chair in the robotics lab, that's a misuse of robotics lab, by the way. There's nothing robotic about an electric chair. No, there is because there, a hand doesn't have to pull the lever. A robotic hand pulls the lever and it's voice activated. Well, philosophically, that everyone, that's everyone, interesting. Exactly. They're morally released from the grief of taking another life. Well, that makes sense. Bring it. Shock Rosenberg. me. Rosenberg. it. That Rosenberg, I don't think you want this, man. No, no, you don't want this. You don't want this to be how people know you go out. I, this is exactly what I want. You don't uh, deserve this, hey, dude. Holy Ryan. Shit. Holy shit. Shuck Ryan. me. You fucking hey. shuck me. Hey, no, Ryan. This is called emotional manipulation, and it's it's emotional violence. 
You can't just be sad after doing a mean thing and, and expect no, us to feel bad. I want to die. You know? I want you to shock Wait, me. I think we should believe him, man. I, this is going a little too far, even for me. Yeah, I want to no. die. I want my whole world to collapse because what you said is right. It's what a, you guys believe is right. It's a cry for help. Let him just go. That's all right. What no, if instead of the electric chair, help. we put him in the float chamber and he can like sort of deal with some of his issues? Who made a float chamber? Swim team it's robotic. <laughs> Who fills it up? Okay, swim the swim team performs in there. They do their like acrobat water aerobics now. But we did the whole thing, and, and it fills up automatically. It's You're all right. robotics. We're doing crazy bleeding edge shit in there right now. We are so in the red. We had to lay off six teachers. We don't even have a math department anymore. We cannot be using funds and we don't resources need it. for this. AI. Speaking of red, nice suit, Mr. Reeves. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah, the, the uh, husky boy across the street got hit by a car. And the so- husky boy? You don't even know his name? <laughs> well, you guys yeah, don't know his story. name. So I, if I had said story, it, it wouldn't have made any boy. sense. Yeah. No, the, yeah, the story is the husky boy across the street got hit by a car. Yeah. I guess there's like a whole thing for like the guy who started it. It was in the big uh, Bob's Big Boy parking lot <laughs> next to the husky boy. It's like a whole charity outreach thing. Whenever like a husky boy gets hit by a car, they donate the suit to a small man in need. That actually makes a lot of sense here in the same parking lot. I always love to go shopping after I'm stuffed. I'll go into a Bob's Big Boy and get a massive burger and a shake and then go try to get some fitted suits. You got you look, this is a little bit of a, a, a detour, but you have to get fitted stuffed because if you're going to an event, you're gonna be eating a lot. Exactly. Who knows that rule? Don't wear white before Labor Day and eat a ton before you get fitted. <laughs> See it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh man. How can uh, I look at my children in the face and t- explain what I do for a living? <laughs> I know. I really do feel like doing this like as a job or whatever is so short-sighted to like my future self. Like there's just oh. hours of me acting like a fucking idiot in a sad house in bad clothes. You know, what I mean? like like my kids or whoever is going to eventually be like, let me just do a quick Google. Uh, Lauren, Lauren was talking about how oh, basically like our daughter is going to understand very early that in our house, anytime I'm yelling, it's a joke. Yeah. I'm like always yelling, but it's never ever serious. I don't like, and it's like, I'm constantly doing it in front of her. Where I'm like, Yelling at someone in a FaceTime bit. <laughs> and she's got to understand yeah. it. The, the first time someone yells at her in real life, she's going to laugh think in it's her not face. Real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. No, yeah, they're screwed, man. Our kids are screwed. <laughs> yeah, the, the first five years where they don't understand, like, irony is tough. But then after that, right. you can yell all you want. <laughs> uh, it's, over. it's over for them. I, yeah, everyone, you, I, I will have dreams uh, uh, or like fantasies of like, maybe I'll go into politics and I'll fix everything because I'm the only person that can do it. And I'm like, what would I do the first time I ran for election and they just Googled me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just no, like that's done. Second. All that's done. <laughs> yeah. But then I was, I was playing it out in my head and I was like, I, I play out these like perfect pones sometimes mm-hmm. for these <laughs> fantasy situations. And I'd be like, look, 
I've said and done a lot of stuff in my life. You shouldn't vote for me on who I am. You should vote for me on like my policy. And if we agree on it, not like me doing comedy. And then I'll be like so proud of myself and my pwn and my head. Do, mm-hmm. do, you, do you feel like the internet has sort of like exacerbated that mental reflex? Because I do that as well, where I'm like, I'm always thinking about how I'll get pwned. And then I, and I think about how I'll, I'll basically like retort in some sort of reasonable sort of way. But then I also often remember like no one cares. No one cares about anything I say. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. No one's like trying to catch me in anything or they're trying to catch me in things where I'm like, oh, oh, that's I don't even I had never thought about that once in my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, um, it probably is an Internet thing because you like we are just so trained now that everything you yes. do. I think it with every tweet, I go like, oh, what will be like, what's going to be the most common, like, well, actually type response to that? What's going to be the most common type uh, of like joke type thing? And it's like you get so used to those that I just think it all fucking day long about random bullshit. But it's the equivalent of like driving down the street and some passerby says like, dumb, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like I shouldn't care about you if I don't know. It doesn't matter. You know? Yeah, I know. But the whole thing is I am trying to. I'm trying to get better at this, but like in some way or another, create this image so that uh, when people first see me, they will like me. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. if the passerby goes like, dumb, I'm like, they knew. They know who I am. Yeah. Like, I can't even hide it to a stranger. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and let's um, let's remember, strangers' opinions of me matter way more than my own. Well, yeah. they, they, they do affect more of our lives than our own opinions of ourselves, I would right. say, unfortunately. That's what I'm talking about, why I want to just be, you know, a, a, a cloud of bugs. Mm-hmm. It'd just be easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, based on, like, the strangers uh, driving by me, walking down the street by the University of Arizona campus, I am a gay loser. <laughs> like, I guess so. That's what they, they're going to keep yelling at me. It I, must I was, be. I was like, I was walking along like the like a Lakeshore Drive in Chicago. You know, which is essentially a highway that's like right next to downtown. And I was walking in the opposite direction. You know, all these cars are flying by. This is in the winter, and I'm wearing like a black and red like checkered like winter cap. I'm like 19 or something. And so this guy is going 70 miles an hour past me, and I'm going the opposite direction. And he yells out in this moment, in this fraction of a moment of seeing me, he yells out, nice hat Holden Caulfield, bitch. Oh. <laughs> it, it was so spot on and like so perfectly timed that I, I, it was the only time I've ever gone like, that's a good. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. You got me. Dude. He's like you a bully that. with also like the knowledge of basic American <laughs> literature. Yeah. We had a pickup truck and he's like, I'm J.D. Salinger's son. <laughs> <laughs> he's been doing that all day. Yeah, that's his only fucking burn. <laughs> Just ruining everybody's life. <laughs> I used to get like, because I used to play basketball, and I'm only like five foot five on soaking wet. Yeah, I'd say smaller, <laughs> right? <laughs> Definitely smaller. And then I will walk on the court and you I wouldn't know who said it, but you could hear it just go, little bitch. <laughs> little Little fucking bitch. Yeah, but that that it's like <laughs> I, I feel like with things like that, it's like a power in that oh, it setting because oh, it, it makes especially someone like you like it's gonna make you like kick their ass more. Like they're gonna play harder definitely. and all the because someone says but that then you hear it in the huddle. Like we're like, all right, come on, guys, let's go. We got this game, and you just hear a little bitch. Yeah, your own teammate. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, that I can't even compete against. Coach. Yeah, assistant coach in the background. Fucking loser ass bitch. Yeah. I ain't drawing up shit for you. But you are good at basketball. Hell yeah. Like, you I, are good I, at basketball. I'm like, so, someone will shit talk so me in that setting, good. and then I go like, 
I have to accept it. <laughs> I almost have to admire them for being so honest. You were draining threes the one time I played with you, Mike. Oh, yeah. No, I can drain threes all day. But it's like the second someone puts even a hand near me, right. I'm missing. You <laughs> know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And also to miss to miss a three, it, it's more demoralizing than or it's like it's more that you go like, all right, for well, the next five times to get the ball, I got to pass it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah it's yeah, it's yeah, too can't, much. You can't, can't go, do it twice in a row. And anytime you see two in a row with that, you go like that guy is a little bitch. And everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shoot out there. Yeah. 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 Two in a row. It's, this. Such a like, and Dan. Big I appreciate you remembering that. that that's really huge. Oh uh, yeah, so, it, it was probably like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> some, that was some time ago. That was actually that, that was actually the first time I ever met Marcus. Was actually at that uh, pickup game. Oh really? And then when wow. we did Bruce Brothers, I was like, you seem familiar, or whatever. And then we eventually figured out it was at that because I whooped that ass. Yeah, I was like, I feel like you <laughs> whooped my ass. <laughs> I can't wait to work together. Have you whooped my ass before? <laughs> Hell yeah. By this it, little bitch. <laughs> it is yeah, such a, his- not a part of my personality to like shit talk or play head games. So if same, someone does same. it to me, it's like we're playing two different games. If someone's like a little bitch, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I need one. I'm going to, I might yeah. hit the bench now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm like too scared. Yeah, uh, Cause I'm, I'm just right. like, let I'm, me just do I'm my thing. That- but are you, do you consider yourself competitive? Cause I, I feel that I, I lack a competitive sort of thing. Where I go like, because for me, someone can shit talk me because I go like, oh, I literally don't care if I lose. Mm, and yeah. so like in basically anything I do that is competitive, I, I think I've like rationalized myself to a point of comfort where I go like, ultimately, I don't care. And so like shit talking ultimately mm. doesn't affect me because I, I sort of lack a, an overall competitive thing. And then if I win, that's actually more insulting to you because I don't care. So I've yeah. like fully insulated myself from the experience yeah. of, of competitiveness. Right. Yeah, it's like the basketball version of when someone like honks at you in traffic and you just smile and it's like, no, yeah, yeah, this exactly. is a fight. And it's like, no, nah, I don't yeah, care, yes. dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. God bless. Um, I'm, I'm super competitive uh, in basketball about games that I think we should have won or that like we played uh-huh. poorly. Or like, yeah. the, you know, if one person on the team was super selfish and we lost because they like did some dumb shit. That drives me really crazy. But if it's like, hey, everybody did their best and we lost, it's like, I'll be competitive, but I won't be, like, pissed off. Same. Same. I I, I have a sort of philosophical question, actually, that I was thinking about last night while watching basketball. Do you guys mind if I pose it to you? Please. Yeah. Let's philosophize. Oh, wait. Marcus Mines. (laughs) Oh, should we do something else? Marcus, take a a lap again. Take a lap. lap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So I feel that there is this one way. Like... uh, uh, there's a, a a type of expectation that people put on how you emote as indicating what you're feeling inside. And so in certain settings, like a competitive setting, like uh, like playoff basketball, if you don't seem like you're getting really like I was starting to think that there's almost like a philosophical underpinning to complaining to the referees. Where because it, it suggests more that you care, which suggests more that you're putting in the effort, which suggests more that even if you lose, like you're almost not at fault, like mm-hmm. from some sort of like fan perspective. And so is it when you get to a point in any basketball game, like I think it was the Bucks Bulls last night, like it was like within six and it was like under a minute or something. And then like uh, Giannis, like uh, there was like a foul called on him and he absolutely 100% fouled. And but then he was doing the thing where he's like screaming at the ref doing all the you know, how can you call this thing or whatever. And I was thinking like, for me personally, as someone who like, I I like it when people just do don't do the same thing I see all that like I love when when there's like novelty to something. 
And so like when, if I saw a basketball player in that same moment, 100% non-ironically accept the call as I did fall in that moment, I feel like they literally can't do it. Like there's not a scenario in right. which it, the game's on the line and you get a, a foul call that will change the course of the game. But in you, it, there's not a world in which any professional basketball player would not fight it and act right. super mad. Even there's just no way. And right. then I was thinking it'd be cool if they did. What do you guys think? Is there a way? Because I, I was uh, with a friend watching this game and then he was like, no, because then we would all feel like they don't care. Right. Uh, there's some games though where you see a guy who just go like, that but, was, yeah, like, there's the hand do it up at guys. The end, in that last minute. No. Right. He can't do it in the end. He can't right? at the yeah. end. Yeah, you you have to go like even if I'm wrong, I need to win. It, yeah. it becomes yeah. it's like not on a show that anymore. I need it's to like, win. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, so it's performance. And then I think that's actually what I dislike about it. I anytime mm-hmm. I like the flopping and all that stuff, it's all these types of performance. And like I kind of uh, on some level, intellectual level or something, I I like don't like seeing it or something. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's like I almost wonder if that's my failing. Where I'm like, I find it annoying because that's performative, but it's like, but the performativeness and you guys are both, you're all like more competitive, surely than I am. And so it's like, and the person I was saying this to last night is he's very competitive as well. And it's like, you guys are all from the perspective that like, no, you have to do that. Even if it is performative, you must do that. I think there's like the checkers chess version of it where like, I think the chess of it to me is as a guy who has not played professionally ever, but like it, it seems to make a way more sense would be to, if you disagree with a call next time out, you like go up to the ref and you're like, Hey, by yeah. the way, he's, he's holding me or he's elbowing me or whatever. And you don't create an antagonistic relationship. Yeah. To me, that seems like way more worthwhile. And you could still like get mad when they make the call, but the, the guy like towns does this dude, Harden it does so- it. And you can tell dude, it ruins the, the way they play. Like they're dude, it, Tom, it, it Tom doesn't gets motivate into his them. own head by doing that. Yeah, he, he like locks himself in this like victim mentality or something. Right, like right, dude, right. you're seven one. You're a fucking monster. Like, don't, who cares? Just do your do your thing. Right. It's so yeah. crazy. Like, I it, feel like, and that's it. Like hurts them. Like o- overall, I think it. And and it's like it, it's LeBron's entire game over the last two years is complaining after calls. I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's not helping you, man. Yeah, right. You didn't used to complain when you were freaking dominating. You know what I mean? And now that you're, it's like, we see the cracks here. I think like, I always thought there should be a, um, like, uh, the version of like Jimmy Kimmel's celebrities read mean tweets, but you show a player the, the, the foul they complained about. You you replay it and make them react to it. That's fine. And be like, wow, wow look at you ab- like ripping this guy's arm down and then acting like you <laughs> blocked him. Still that idea. And do you that you should like put that in a jokes packet. That's actually really funny. That, that, I, I, okay. I think that uh, that's highly. That, no, edit this part out and then you got to use that. <laughs> that's, true. That is hilarious. that's genuinely really funny. It's also niche. It should be on like one of those like sort of sports, whatever, yep. like sort of shows. That's really funny. Yeah. It no. be like the hot ones. Of basketball, <laughs> come on your show and then play dumb and then get burnt by the hot sauce. <laughs> That's the only like online show you've seen, right? That's all I watch. <laughs> hot ones, baby. Yeah, everything's. Oh, that's that's like you the get, putting you the get, kids to bed equivalent of hot ones. You get. <laughs> you just make everything about it. Wow, that's like the drive-through equivalent of hot ones. Dang, this burger is like the food equivalent of hot ones. <laughs> The show. The quickly, show. Quickly finds a way to. Yeah, it's like because it burns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> saucy. I think this is a burn girl. 
Nice. Yeah, thank you. With thank that you, thank backdrop, you. it's nice. It's coming in nice. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, we haven't done anything, make it get a visual medium in a second. <laughs> uh, all right, gentlemen. Well, um, your coach called me in here because I have a PhD in the psychology of conflict resolution. Bitch. And yeah. Okay, so I noticed somebody here just called me a derogatory term. Um, now, was was that um, was that you, Mister DeRozan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, um, look, um, I know you're trying to, in this moment, uh, maybe take the attention away from me, or you're feeling a little threatened. Is that is that what's happening here? And you're trying to drag yeah, me down? I felt I felt called out, and like it was about to be a whole thing about my reactive mentality with calm people, bitch. Yeah. Well, um, when you said that to me, it made me feel disrespected. It made me feel emotionally hurt because I really look up to you. And loser. Uh, okay. I heard a loser from over there. Uh, weak loser. Weak loser. Okay. And that's coach Donnelly. Is that who said that one? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> or Donovan. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, um, <laughs> Well, Coach, I, I'm, uh, uh, you, I, I'm assuming maybe you called me that because uh, you feel that you are the one that's supposed to be in power here, and I've taken a little bit of the power dynamic, and you're feeling maybe a little threatened as well. That's right. We need a holistic solution here. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> Immediate self-awareness. That's amazing. Wow. I'm sorry. I want to talk about, uh, I want to move into now um, that we've addressed that. And uh, is there anything else either of you would like to say <laughs> to me? <laughs> Weekly. I was going to say bitch again just now. I've worked very hard to be comfortable public speaking. I did oh. um, 16 classes at the comedy sports in Milwaukee. I will still stumble because I get a little anxious and nervous. And by you making fun of me stumbling over my words. It makes me a little more anxious, and it might make me make more mistakes. And I would rather you want me to succeed here, wouldn't you? Shitty right. ass dad. What was that? Shitty. Shitty ass dad. Titty ass dad? Shitty ass dad. You're a <laughs> shitty dad. Okay. Um, that's my son. <laughs> Clearly, he's insecure about his own titties. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am. Okay, I am. I'm wearing my insecurities on my sleeve. I want to... Uh, just get to what I'm here for because there's only a limited amount of time and it's on court conflict resolution. Yes, a, a question. I just, Damar. I wanted to say well, bitch again. Okay, well, you got it I'm out. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't say it, but I, I was really feeling the urge and I'm just trying to, I know that we're trying to be better, but I did want to, oh, I just wanted to say I it. love that. I thank you for telling me your instincts and for, and for, um, uh, uh, owning them and, and knowing that yeah. uh, that's great. That's I want to say, and I want to say it again. Okay, well, uh, from here on out, every time you want to say it, just make a little tally on that piece of paper, yep. and maybe you can add it to all your fun tattoos, like this one you have of the Heath Ledger Joker on your uh, upper right shoulder. Okay. And I, yeah, I want to. If you can find some space. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just make a little tally there. Yeah, nerd, nerd loser. <laughs> so. Let's say on the basketball court, this happens a lot, and it's something I've seen and I'm kind of curious about, is the play will be called dead, and uh, it'll be the other team's ball, and maybe you'll try to take the ball out of their it hands. Shouldn't be, it shouldn't be their ball. It shouldn't be their ball. Right, but the referees have called it, and so it's changed but around. It's, they made a mistake, but they made a mistake. Right, right. And, that, and how does that make you feel? 
make me I don't like it. They made a mistake. Yeah. So so maybe how could you express that to the refs? Because what happens usually and in your last game is two guys wrestle over the ball and then they pull it back and forth and then the bench clears and guys are shoving each other and mm-hmm. talking smack and jawing at each other. That's um, yeah, the other team's fault. Okay. Interesting. Well, uh, you got ejected. So even if it is their fault, wouldn't you rather play in the game? I noticed you putting down about 15 tallies on your piece of paper there. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not even really thinking about it. Um, no, no, I think I would want to get ejected because it is it is their fault. Okay. And so, yeah, I think I would take that ejection. And then if we lose the game, it's because they unfairly threw me out. Okay, well, here's something that someone has said to me once that I think is very valuable. Would you rather be right or happy? Right. Okay, well, that's tough. <laughs> Oh, that's not what I mean. no, no one ever says no one ever says right in that. I just want to be happy with you. You want to be happy. Why with... do you why do you bring your son to this? Sort of well, thing? my it feels son like is it's not gonna ha- uh, playing AAU right now. And um, oh, nice. Congrats. I just thought this would be a good opportunity for him to meet the Chicago Bulls and for you guys to even see son tremble between the legs dribble there. Yeah, uh, here we go. Oh, yeah. See that? Oh, yeah, it, that's pretty good. I learned that by myself. My shitty ass dad didn't teach me shit. Loser. <laughs> Can I have another piece of paper? Jesus, yeah, this one looks. Hey, like you good. know, I'm actually involved in a big brother, big sister program. Uh, good for you. You want to hang out on the weekends? Not you, coach, uh, uh, teacher, whatever your stupid name is. <laughs> your Any, son. Anyone who's speaking with authority is coach. Your son needs a male figure in his life who uh, seems male. Uh, Thank you. Okay, it is not. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! I got Thank your back. You. Look, I am already having enough troubles that I'm trying to deal with with my son's respect of me as a man. I don't think a man has to be domineering like you or or, uh, aggressive. I think those are stereotypically masculine traits that could be a little hurtful in our lives. Um, And that's why I let my son uh, sleep in my bed. And I'm, uh, you know, uh, currently on the couch. But here's what I want to do. I'm not sure that we should listen to you. So I yeah, want to bring Benny the Bull in here, and oh, I want yes. you and Benny to line up across <laughs> yeah. from each other and do a football drill. I'm not. You both do this lay again. on the ground. You both lay on the ground, head to head. And when I blow the whistle, you both get up and try to tackle each other as hard as you can. And what does that prove? That you're a you nerd loser. You're a nerd yeah. loser. You have to do it. Yeah, nerd loser, shitty ass dad. <laughs> okay, dude, you're not helping us at all. Okay. Well, I think you guys will see that me, I am allowed to say no to something that I feel will humiliate me. <laughs> and it's okay to make that space because I saw the guy that is in the Benny the Bull suit and he's yoked. He's jacked. He's huge. And he, there's no way I could tackle him. And I'm Well, Robin that. needed a job. <laughs> That's who that is. <laughs> yeah, it's Dennis. Part of his contract. Part of his contract. Dennis gets to work here as long as he likes in whatever role he sees fit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I bet the fans would be really excited to see that. I think that would be a really cool thing. It seems so weird that you don't tell anybody. Dennis doesn't want anyone to know. It does explain why most of the halftime show excitement is just grabbing rebounds now. He kind of took away all of the dunks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Have out you seen of the new half foot rebound shot? <laughs> Yeah, I guess I don't really get what's cool about that. The ball just rolled to him at half court. <laughs> and 
but he won twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's what he does. What don't you get? Okay, I think I have lost all of the respect in the room here, so I'm going to try to acknowledge that and gain it back. I want to talk about more on court conflict. Dennis, stay away from me. We're not doing the drill. We agreed. <laughs> 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 Dennis is in his non-speaking yeah. phase. <laughs> yeah. He's just pure ball right now. His nose and lip rings yeah, are connected right now. He's in full, fully in character. Oh my god! Well, he, he, he attaches like the the avatar to the things they fly on. He like connects his his nose ring to the Benny the Bull nose ring. In his suit. <laughs> the perfect connection. Fully <laughs> link up. They glows one with the bowl. It glows so you know it work. It's working. <laughs> in mascot culture, it's considered a soulmate connection. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Mascot. <laughs> Uh, well mike and marcus thank you guys so much for being on the show i think that brings us to the end here we laughed today didn't we we have one more setup (laughs) (laughs) final visual joke (laughs) we're gonna set the camera up it's gonna be a tracking shot from above You got to get on the Patreon, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a one take. We're going to go 16 minutes. We're going tracking. We're going hard for a it, per- baby. A perfect comedic recreation of that yeah. one shot from uh, True Detective. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a comedic cool recreation of going official in. drama. <laughs> going in and out of different crack houses. Yeah. It's all super hilarious. Yeah, and we're up. calling back to every single conversation so point we've had in this yeah. conversation call yeah, back. Super just funny for the patreon <laughs> <laughs> we also speckle in tons of really good allusions to true detective seasons mm-hmm. one through three. Oh yeah there's some stuff about uh like losing your mental faculties yellow king <laughs> yeah yep man the yellow king but anyway yeah we're, we're out of time we're out of time now time. Of course, you guys have this contractual link where you can't appear in one show if the other person doesn't. So everyone can check you guys out in Bruise Brothers Brothers and uh, the Mm -hmm. most recent season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which uh, you're both incredible in both of those. Both hilarious. Um, Mike, is there anywhere else people can find you or anything you want to plug? Uh, I don't want to plug anything. No, just uh, subscribe to to the Patreon for them. Oh, thanks, um, dude, what a and, guy, dude, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, you know, just look at stuff later. And if you ever see me in something that I'm doing and you don't like it, just turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have yeah, to tell me. I want to plug like the it. idea it of keeping off. it to yourself. Seems <laughs> <laughs> like he's been getting that <laughs> request li- a lot lately. <laughs> Yeah, let me just stop you guys right there. I know the instinct is to say you don't like the thing I'm doing. Just turn it off. <laughs> that's my plug. That's my go-to plug good, at the moment. That's good. That's really good. That's Marcus, good what about you? Yeah, I'm on bakersfield.com. I'm doing... Uh, <laughs> just mayoral stuff. <laughs> taste food articles. I'm really killing it. it doesn't it's, it's like Instagram without the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> just nonstop info. Oh, <laughs> All the network, yeah, none of the social. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. 
Check it out. Awesome. I think awesome. it's incredibly brave to not plug things. Uh, let me just say, I think it, I think it's really brave. It is. Brave. It does, I would, and I also think it's effective because it ups my curiosity. I'm like, God, who is this guy? Because what are they hiding? What are they working on? They're running away from. I guess I just want to plug not being canceled and and that I didn't do it. Whatever you heard, I just want you to know I didn't do that. I like to plug forgiveness. <laughs> no matter how heinous the act, no matter what it is, people have to you to change, and you got to give them room to change. Shout out to y'all that are changing out there. <laughs> Life is a constant state of change, and you have to give people the room to do it no matter what they've done in the past. <laughs> Internet goes out. Perfect. <laughs> That's really deep and good for you. That's really deep and helpful for you. Uh, this yeah. is a very helpful plug, I think, for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being here. And Dan, as always, thank you for being here. Hey, it's thanks, just Ryan. lovely to do the show. And we want to thank everybody who helps us make the show. Of course, we got Brian. We got <laughs> Hannah. We got Annie. We got Casey. Thank you for all the stuff. And thank you for everyone at home for listening, subscribing, <laughs> reviewing, sharing, all that good stuff. But if that review is going to be negative, <laughs> just don't just turn it off. Think about it. Turn it off. We don't Jesus. need it. Don't, go, read you don't need go read some Bakersfield.com networking. <laughs> yeah, learn something. Learn something. <laughs> uh, I'm right. ending the recording. <laughs>